excited to bring up the headlining act tonight. You guys excited? All right, this guy's been on Last Comic Standing, Bob and Tom Radio, and also been featured in the Oddball Comedy Festival. He's a national touring comic. He is a worker. He's fucking hilarious. Please give it up for Mr. Clint North! All right, yeah. How we doing? Yeah. Look at look at this. Look at how weird I am. Look at how weird that started, huh? Yeah. Huh? This is what happens when cute turns thirty. Cute, yeah. Cute with age doesn't become hot. It just cycles back to awkward. Here's your end result. What am I doing? All right, hang on. A lot of people think I'm a drug addict because I'm skinny and I shake a lot and I do a shitload of drugs. I find that extremely offensive, all right? I'm not a drug addict. I'm not a drug addict at all. I'm just an impulse shopper that likes to drive through the ghetto. <laughs> I noticed Korea didn't have a ghetto, or at least this part. I don't know. I listened to NPR for a couple minutes. I know this is the better of the two Koreas. That's about it. That's all I know. I dressed up. I look good. I feel good. You don't have to say it. I look good. I know I went to the Salvation Army. You guys fans? Salvation Army? Anybody? Yeah, you don't look like it. You look like those uppity Goodwill people. You know, you're matching buttons and your shoes with laces and your fancy checking account. No one's impressed. The Salvation Army near my house, I kid you not, has 50% off red tag Wednesdays. Damn if I don't wait for it, right? And I know to jump up early. I go, it's Wednesday. I got to be the first in line to get that half-beaten candle. <laughs> Thank you. You're not supposed to eat a candle. All right. I actually, I claim they're from Charlotte, North Carolina. That's a lie. There's a group between two smaller South Carolina towns, stool and sample. Your enthusiasm fucked up one of my punchlines, by the way. I mean, I guess I appreciate it. Like, sort of. Stool and sample, that's what they were... When you were wooing about the shit town... <laughs> that I grew up in this garbage motherfucking night. And you're, woo! All right. I'm in places too. I didn't even know who that was. I don't even know who to get angry at. It's somewhere in those lights up. All right. Uh, a lot of people don't know this about my hometown of Sumner, South Carolina. Sumner is home of the nation's largest drug and alcohol rehabilitation center. I find that really cool. I'm in recovery. I think that's neat, right? And all that stuff's anonymous. They're not allowed to call it a drug and alcohol rehabilitation center. They have to disguise it and call it an Air Force base. And I'm not doing that joke just to pander to you guys. I do it every night. Middle America, piece of shit. When I came, when I was coming here, when I was coming here, and they were like, everybody was like worried. They were like, you're going to Korea? Would they think you're gonna have a missile pointed at your eye? Who fucking cares? I've done Amarillo twice in cowboy bars. You think they're not armed? Fuck off. And, and I don't know much about how the military breaks down, but what, what you guys, I, what I can sense is that what I think they think is that you are fucking rural Ohio, Westboro Baptist. Luca, why do they hate you all? Why do they think you're better? What is it? How bad did you fail? Because here's the bottom, all right? 
so you're one tear up from me. Like it. At least you got a salary. <laughs> what is it? Well, why did they pick on you guys? Like one guy's not tuned in. I did see a few jokes go over your head. That's all right. No, no, but one of those, I mean, they're going to buy it too. Why am I? Oh, I'm tilting. <laughs> it's a weird place. You guys been here, right? You've been here for a while. Anybody else have this uh, issue when they came through uh, the airport at the, uh, at the um, Korea airport? Where you're walking through and you're the one speck of white in that sea of whatever color that is. And they, everybody says yellow. I don't agree, but all right. I, but they, they, you're, you're a speck of white. And then, well, there are the white guys, but they're like dressed up in camouflage so you can't see them. But, but like, uh, did anybody, has anybody seen this? When you guys first came here, when you first got off the plane, you sit there and you go and you look at the women and you go, wow, that girl is either super hot or she is super 12. I do not want to fuck that up. I mean, I'll gamble on it, but I mean, to an extent. There's got to be somebody that can differentiate. Where is that person? Fuck the translators. Where's the person that goes, eh, 20? <laughs> 20. They wouldn't like me. Old and gross. You know, actually, this is true. This is even like a joke. I was sitting out. An hour ago was the funniest thing you could have seen, which was me sitting under my sad picture while foot traffic was going by, deciding which bar to go to. And there's comedy and And I'm just sitting there like a homeless person. Look at that. Fuck me. Yeah, go play pool, you dick. Oh, you guys got a pool table now. I meant darts. Don't, I don't want to upset the apple cart. Saw this guy. Uh, saw this guy the other day. He was driving. A, he was driving a Mazda Miata, and he had a big rainbow sticker on it. And I yelled at the guy, "Hey man, you already drive a Mazda Miata. The rainbow sticker wasn't necessary." It's like saying it twice. He had a good comeback though. He was like, "Dude, are you walking your cat?" <laughs> Whatever, and and I was. <laughs> I know having a cat is like having a rainbow sticker you have to feed every day, right? It's pretty fucking gay. I'll tell you, it was gayer. Have you ever misjudged a revolving door and jumped in the same triangle with another guy? You spend the next four seconds apologizing profusely <laughs> while you're spooning this jackass. <laughs> Paul, by the way, is the most cavalier cat owner I've ever heard. This is what he said the other night at 2 a.m. My first time, he was like, blinded by fucking jet lag. This is, he's talking to his friend drunk. He goes, my cat's the shit. And that's all he said. There's no punchline. I've never heard somebody say that about any animal. There's a triple crown winner. Even he, that guy didn't join. That horse is the shit. $15 million worth every penny. <laughs> Paul goes, you wouldn't believe it. I got a geeky side. No shit. <laughs> so I forgot they were all your subordinates. <laughs> oh, there's going to be a lot of pauses. <laughs> I collect myself. Talk about my great-grandma? All right, yeah. But you, don't, you don't have a choice. Great-grandma, she got a little bit older. Her eyeball had just fell out of her socket. Uh, we got her glass eye, and somebody stole her glass eye from her nursing home. 
And yeah, at first I thought, what would somebody want with my great grandma's glass eye? And then I thought, man, there's probably some kid driving around upstate New York with the coolest gear shift knob in his town. Right? But she had a little blank spot there where her eyeball was supposed to be. So you know what I put there? A golf ball. That's right. And I wheeled her down to the driving range and threatened to sue. That's my best joke, but I'm going to say that like seven times. So that's what I mean. I'm going to say, <laughs> all right, you guys, I don't know. There's a lot of hope in this place. How do you breathe in this fucking... All right. Are you, are you, do you know we're being... Any, any military with any sort of lung function can wipe any of it. Is it. Are there any asthmatics that aren't dead surviving in this Kentucky Fried Air quality? We're in, a, we're in a bar where everybody is chain-smoking, and I still feel like I'm breathing better than I was outside. That's fucked up. All right. Another awkward pause. They're coming. Uh, all right. There's stories. There's good things happening in the news back home. You know, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll write you letters and shit. Yeah, there's good things happening. There's a past gay marriage. They, uh, they took down the Nazi flag my home state. Yeah, that's good stuff. Good stuff, man. Yeah. Uh, there's, I mean, there's another, like other tragic stuff in the news. We don't want to talk about it. And there is one news story. You, I know you are all familiar. Uh, I can't ignore it. It was on Doctor Phil, where I get my news. Oh, my God, you got that. All right. Uh, a woman uh, sold her baby for fifteen thousand dollars. I mean, watch that episode. A woman sold her baby for fifteen thousand dollars, and they kept flashing pictures of the kid. This kid happened to be exceptionally cute, right? So I'm screaming at the television, going, hey, this is so wrong. This is so wrong, that baby is clearly $34,000. I don't think you understand the business opportunity I'm offering. We can pool our money together and we can flip this baby. In a show we'll call Flip This Baby. With your host, me. And your executive producer and all this shit. I'm going to wear a lot of hats. I really feel comfortable about that. I watch all that white trash TV. Comics, like, they're all, they get fucking up on their high horse and they keep up with shit. John Oliver from Willis. I don't, I don't know. I still, after all these years, my favorite thing to watch on TV still. Hands down is the uh, Maury Povich uh, maternity test result. The girl comes on, she goes, I'm a thousand percent sure the man's the father of my baby. And the guy comes on, he goes, I'm a thousand percent sure I'm not the father of that baby. And I'm watching at home, I'm 92% sure these people have never studied percentages, all right? By the way, he is not the father. Sherry's been on the show 29 times. She's testing a 33rd man to find out who the father of her baby is. Doesn't matter, that bitch needs a bath, all right? And someone sanitize her seat. We have good joy twins coming in. That show's going to be so messed up in the head. If I ever had a kid or a beautiful moment when they had the infant of the father, I'd go, yeah, you're cute and everything. But I need a hair sample. I'm from South Carolina. Your mom's from South Korea. How the fuck did you end up Cuban? The uh, uh, I had to change that punchline because the punchline was always Korean. And then I remembered last night. Last night was more awkward than that joke. Okay, it was, a, it was 40 minutes of that. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty much out of shit. Mm. I used to smoke crack with a guy named Jeff. Yeah, no, this story's going somewhere. 
It's a true story. I smoke crime again. Jeff lived in a shed. A lot of you looking up here going, ha ha, comedy, nobody lives in a shed. No, Jeff really lived in that shed. I know because I fell on hard times. I had to move in with him. So we're two crackheads in a shed. Am I painting this picture correctly? Not only am I living in a shed, I'm living in a shed with a roommate. And a lot of you got into the military for the right reason, some of you for the sex trafficking, I don't know, but sex tourism, that's what I meant to say. Uh, but, but, no, but some of you did, but I, some of you might uh, probably identify with what I'm saying. Uh, maybe you're a little too close to comfort. Maybe you've been up all night experimenting with the wrong vitamins. You've seen, you've seen the wrong side of 6 a.m., birds chirp, sun's coming up, right? That's a terrible, guilty feeling. I'll tell you what makes that feeling even worse is when your landlord comes in for the weed eater. Because we were living in a shed, and we were, and we were, and we were smoking crack. That's, a, that's an integral part of the whole thing. I, uh, well, I grew up on the coast there, uh, right? I play uh, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina a lot. Hell yeah, good. The joke is for you and you. These people over here, not quite as enthusiastic. Myrtle Beach, it's a mixed message because you go, hey, we got a gig at the beach. You go, all right. They go, oh, it's Myrtle. I go, The first time, I've been going there for years. The first time I went there, I couldn't find the comedy club. Called the manager, said, where are you all located? And he was messing with me. He goes, it's easy, man. We're right by the wings. I go, come on. Oh, you mean the wings or the wings that's besides the wings? Or the wings that's above the wings or the wings across the street from the wings or the wings that's inside the wings? I don't know if you know this. There's a lot of wings in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. I'd like to be a fly on the wall when the first guy was going to open up wings. What his sales pitch was. Here's the idea behind the wings. We're going to have a store. It's going to sell useless shit. But here's the catch. Useless shit is going to have rebel flags on it. We're going to sell useless racist shit. And for no reason at all, we're going to sell hermit crabs. And if you've ever owned a hermit crab that lived outside of Myrtle Beach City Limit, you deserve a prize, all right? The hermit crab. It's the only species in the world whose natural habitat is a fucking gift shop. You keep that thing alive and you deserve a puppy. We'll talk about a baby later. That's one. So why are you all here doing this? No, it's not my first time. Why are y'all here? Huh? Why, why you got into this for what? I'm trying to look, I can't see it. What? Alfredo? Yeah. There's like tequila. Where were you? Anybody? Did anybody used to party? Is that why you got into this? Like, I, I kind of, I made that joke for a reason. Like people are going to use this rehab. There is no pot here, right? There's no people don't smoke pot. I'm not a big pot. I was never a pot guy. You guys probably were at some point, right? The ones you're. Picking on you guys, pot people. I love them. I'm glad you're not here. But pot smokers, I don't. You know, you don't. They don't belong at a comedy club because they can entertain themselves at home with grilled cheese and a sit and spin. Pot smokers are the reason why we spend 23 minutes on hold every time we call Domino's. Trying to, st- trying to get them to stuff their crust with cupcake icing. Do real drugs. That's my message, right? Out of, out of all the drugs in the world you could choose to do, why that one? Make it blurt out something stupid like, damn, I should have been a ninja. And those of you not clapping at the pot jokes, would you come to the club of mushrooms? Not this place. 
You come out going, yeah, those comedians weren't really funny, but that salt shaker was talking some shit. <laughs> I'm going to do a lot of drug stuff. I don't know where to go. I mean, I didn't take the right route like you guys. There's no future when I'm going either. Sorry, we'll get into that. Any uh, veteran beer drinkers? People in drink beer? Nobody. It's like old here. Everybody's 30-ish. Anybody 30-ish? You're the translator, a couple of you people? Anybody in this room remember? This is like a stretch. God damn it. This is a bad idea. Anybody remember Schaefer Beer by Ronald Blow? Anybody know, remember, ever heard of Schaefer Beer? Exactly. Maybe one or two. They still sell it in the rural something. Schaefer Beer back in the 70s had one of the best slogans in the world. The slogan was, it's the one beer to have when you're having more than one. <laughs> Hell yeah, right? And I think more beers today should have a slogan like that, right? Like Milwaukee's best is the one beer to have when you're about to teach the wifey a lesson. <laughs> Cold 45, it's the one, oh wait, I'm white, all right. People don't want to laugh at that joke. They think it's a racist joke. First of all, I'm not a racist. I'm too small, all right? Not a big, not a, well, I didn't even write that last joke, okay? I bought it off another comedian. Yeah, he wanted 50, but I jewed him down. Anti-Semitism is cool over here? You guys are weird. I know comedy's tough. I make it look easy. If I had to do over, I would not be a comedian. I would be an Asian guy. And not here, back home. I would be an Asian guy. And not just any Asian guy. I would be that Asian guy that the grocery store's hired to stand behind the sushi to make it look authentic. <laughs> sushi mascot. What a sweet gig that man has, right? He just stands there. He's making that face. And I know that face. It's judgment. And I know what's going on in his head. He's just going, yeah, I got to restock the toothpicks and I'm out of this bitch. And we both know you're going to pick the California roll. That is the starter sushi, you white trash piece of shit. And he says it with his eyes. I might internalize that. I don't know. I've been told I look young. I don't know. Here's the weirdest fucking photos. I got carded for water. Looking young has his benefits, right? Like I can still go into the women's restroom and pretend like I'm looking for my mom. Not in a foreign country and not mumbling the words. I'll tell you what's awkward is when she's in it. <laughs> That's why I had to go to rehab four times. I did. I had to go to the rehab and do the meetings, you know, which is kind of a who's who of people that have shit themselves in public. The one, the one guy who just outed himself. Hey, I've been there. I never, I'm sure I did shit myself in public. I never, I, I shit a girl's bed once. If you're into romantic comedy. It's a story. I'm already telling this, it's not even like a story. It's like she just bought these sheets that she was bragging about, the thread count and her tummy hill pick or something. I don't know. Anyhow, they ended up in the back of my car. Uh, there's, been there? What did you say? Yeah. Cocaine and red wine, by the way, is a recipe for that natural disaster. I know I do a lot of jokes about stimulants and like, you know, and drugs and uppers and stuff. Just know that I also balance it out with a lot of opiates. We're all right. I've been, I've been tossing the idea around since I've been here. Everybody does drink, and I go, well, maybe I can have a few Well, then I'd have to get drugs. And that seems like a much harder chore in this particular town. 
country, continent, I don't know, not continent, but you have to call my buddy Tito, if he's still alive. It's in Charlotte, Soto for area code, it's all right. I'm all about the opera buffs, by the way. If you don't, I'm malnourished, I don't look healthy, I get it, I don't eat. You know? Lucky for me, one a day vitamin brand makes men's gummy bear vitamins, right? Gotta eat one a day, gotta eat one a day. So I can grow up big and strong and able to swallow a real pill without crying. <laughs> the thing about the men's gummy bear vitamins, you're only allowed to have one a day. Look, if you're if you're an adult with enough self-discipline to limit yourself to one gummy bear, chances are you've already got a vitamin-rich diet, alright? You're eating your fucking salad. There's no reason to... <laughs> I did... Uh, I, I don't look good. My, uh, I, I, this is what happened. I got I got out of comedy for a while. I got sober, and I, I look good. You know what I mean? I look good for me. I, uh, I gained weight. Well, most of the weight just went to my gross face, but like some of it went to the right spot. I looked healthier. And then I started doing comedy again. I lost all the weight immediately. My doctor got concerned. He said, why are you losing weight so quickly? And I said, I had to explain to him, the doctor, the reason why I'm losing weight is the stress. You know what I mean? The stress of not being able to afford food. <laughs> Funny thing about that joke, I test smoking a lot of my material on Facebook. And uh, for some weird reason that I'm not comfortable with, my mom is friends with me on Facebook. So uh, I put that joke on Facebook and her maternal instincts, as soon as she, as soon as she sees it, her internal instincts immediately kicked in, and she liked my Facebook status. There you go. Mama's got the medicine. That's weird as shit. Okay. That very same day, my ex-girlfriend posted one of those timeline photo things of her and her new husband, and it said, five years ago today, we met for lunch, and the rest is history. <laughs> and I was sitting next to a calendar. <laughs> five years ago today, huh? Five years ago today, now I know why we didn't go to the mountains. <laughs> <laughs> My romantic getaway ruined because some redneck took her to Jersey Mike's. I bought fishing equipment for that trip. Are you kidding? I look like somebody's going to kill dinner. The answer is no. I did a show in a town called Lima, Ohio. Small industrial town. No longer has industry. It's just, I guess, they have a real sad story about it. The, air, the railroad broke. They brought a meth and then just ravaged it. But they opened a comedy club for some reason. They're closely connected to a very uh, small college called Bluffton University. And the week I was there, the year I was there, uh, Bluffton University's baseball team was traveling through a tournament in Atlanta, and their baseball bus flipped over an overpass, careened down to the interstate, killing half the team. Half the players lived, half the players died. I got to make their family laugh. It was a real inconvenience for me. And I agree, the whole thing was a tragedy. I do agree. This thing was a tragedy, but... Silver lining, you know there's at least one guy on that team going, oh my God, I finally get to play shortstop. (laughs) Ghost runner on third. (laughs) My bad, I mean Adam. (laughs) I don't know. I think somebody's back there with a cigarette lighter trying to give me the light. Um, There's a library you want to go to that it's right here it's pretty convenient there's bartending for dummies is on there too I'm so glad they've mastered that before because that would be me sitting there behind the bar what do you vodka tonic hang on oh I got this I just made that joke up man off the cuff 
Why are they picking on you guys? Speaking of stuff that's not going to work. Oh. Oh. oh, they're the brains and you're the asshole. Okay, I got you. Oh, Jesus Christ. The geeks versus the jocks. That's good. You big on them? You're outnumbered. This what is it? In, intelligence? That's frightening. And that, not in the way that you think I meant that. <laughs> it's frightening in that, like, because my friends that joined the military did it for the, the reasons you're supposed to. Because they knocked up their girlfriend in ninth grade. You know, they had no future. Maybe they did well on one math quiz. And the, and the military said, fuck it. Right? I, and, and, and so that's why. Like, uh, so that's what I think of. When I go to towns that have military bases and I go, yeah, all right, well, at least at least I'm smarter than them. And then I go over here and they're like, no, we're intelligent. I go, fuck. Yeah, and exactly. That's how the show goes, just like this. <laughs> why are you all against each other, by the way? That's fucked up. There's, there's, you guys, all the Air Force is against the Army. And then you guys are against each other. So there's this weird civil war that's about to break out amongst you. All right. Well, can I can I go home before that happens? I stopped drinking, doing drugs. No segue. Before I stopped drinking, I, before I stopped drinking, I started drinking O'Douls. Anybody else partying down O'Douls? It's non-alcoholic beer. A couple guys, yeah. That's a 12-ounce lie. Uh, drinking an O'Doul is a lot like eating a box of Cracker Jacks that doesn't have a toy in it. You know what I'm saying? You get down to the bottom and you're like, yeah, I'm full, but I'm not happy. <laughs> this is bullshit. Where did the laughs go? Kind of like now. <laughs> All my friends are having kids. I don't know if you ever noticed. It's always the worst parents. I want to tell you how great being a parent is. They say, oh, you got no idea until you hold that baby in your arms. So I'm going, are you going to sell me your daughter's Adderall? <laughs> or do I have to hear more of this horse shit? And they better not be the blue ones. I'm paying $6, all right? <laughs> and I'm not scraping off that time release. Only once. <laughs> my, uh, my, be- my best friend's three-year-old daughter recently made fun of my acne. This is what she said to me, and I quote, she said, you have boobies on your face. And I had to correct her. I said, no, honey, they're pimples. And ironically, that is what keeps me from having boobies on my face. Okay, see here, three-year-old daughter hurt my feelings. Discipline that kid. All right. Heroin dealers always drive a Honda, by the way. This is more of an at-home joke. But I'm Because when you have felony trafficking hanging over your head, you cannot gamble on a GM brother. No one's making deliveries in a sunfire. That's all. I like how Paul said that, uh, where, you said Samsung is made here? No, no. Right here in Korea. That's also the same one that made my Kia, which lasted 8,000 miles before it crapped up. And I brought the VIN number. I was trying to, maybe try to find the guy. I mean, I probably should have checked the oil, but still. It might have been on me. It's in a junkyard somewhere. Kia, fine product, I think. Uh, I don't know what I'm talking about. My parents saw an ad. Actually, they want me to donate my car to the Make-A-Wish Foundation. They're telling me there's a little girl in Virginia that wants to spend her last days on Earth pop-starting a Mercury Topaz with no heat and expired tags. I don't know where you're going. Heaven or hell, either one is better than this car. 
I'm not really good with kids. You might not imagine that. I know I look very frustrated. I'm good with kids. I'm not good with babies. I'll tell you what I hate more than babies. I don't like cracking babies. Right? Yeah, because they're already born with a sense of entitlement. You've been getting high for free for nine months? Now you want to come out blue and bitch about it? And that, that is just a joke, by the way. Nobody gets it, right? That is just a joke. No crack baby stays in the womb nine months. <laughs> Six tops. That is medical science. I had to watch a lot of Discovery Channel to make that joke fucking perfect. Anal sex is depressing. Right? That's, that's the last hole. It's like playing a video game and beating it. You can only go back a level. I'm just saying, once you master the black diamond, you're not going back to the bunny slope. What is that, an older? Is that like an older than 25 joke? That's, all right. Well, young people, you'll know when you have to save a marriage. It'll come up. Uh, I, uh, a lot of comics sell CDs after the show. I don't. I sell vinyl records. They did Linda Ronstadt and the Marshall Tucker Band and Check the Box. My dad just passed away. So <laughs> my dad isn't dead. He does have a nasty cold, and I like to play the He actually has a bad back. I had to move back in with him, and I ran out of money. That's what comedy's done for me. I got on TV for a few seconds, moved back in with my parents for a few years. People want to know the age where they should stop making a big deal about their big birthday celebration, and I'll tell you, turn 29 at your parents' house. And do like I did. Have the balls to ask why you didn't get a gift, all right? Because you'll probably get the same response out of it. Like, well, son, honey, your father and I, we aren't miracle workers. Maybe next year we'll find a way to gift wrap free rent and all the food you can eat. But until then, you professional burden. And stop doing our drugs. I got that one a lot. My dad is like, uh, that's weird. He is a pot smoker to this day, and he's 60 years old. And, uh, and I argue with him all the time. I go, like, you're almost 60 years old. Why do you still smoke pot every day? And every time he chokes my argument by going, look what I did with the rock garden. Yeah, it is creative. You win again. I love the guy to death, but he can have a two-hour conversation on the difference between whipped cream and whipped topping. There's a big difference, by the way. According to him, there's a whole country. <laughs> I do sell stuff. This is a bad way to do that. I'm a joke that really didn't get a laugh. Just go, oh, by the way, while you're subdued, buy my shit. I'm going to pick it back up here in a second. I told you, the awkward pause. That's my life, though. Maybe I can get a job doing Uber. Oh, I don't know. My car's not new enough. The shirt. The shirt with a cat on a leash. It says, are you walking your cat? Remember about 22 minutes ago, I did a joke. (laughs) About walking a goddamn cat. (laughs) <laughs> I have pissed my life away they have uh, they, they say there's certain signs you know you're an alcoholic you black out regularly you have multiple DUIs this is how I found out I was an alcoholic I cried after an episode of King of the Hill explain that to room of your friend Bobby rips a hole in his top hat and suddenly kind has something in his eye alright this is why I need you to buy the shirt look um, 
I was in I was in a Dollar Tree. There are at least in my region of the country where I'm from, there are three dollar things. There's a there's a Dollar General, a Family Dollar, Dollar Tree. Dollar Tree is the least. That is the worst. That is that's the lowest of the three dollar stores because everything is dollar. Everything is a goddamn dollar. And when I was there. The woman asked me, she actually had the nuts to ask me if I wanted to donate to the less fortunate. Do you get this? I have two cupcakes in my hand. I'm trying to figure out how to stretch them over three meals. And she's going to ask me to donate to the less fortunate. You got your mind? And this is what she said. It's actually going towards the educational system. We don't want Dollar Tree fucking around with our education system unless it's like some sort of scared straight program where they bring the kids in to look at that miserable cashier you guys see that that could be you 20 years I get on those fractions my audience plant is late They're not going to have enough money to buy my goddamn shirt if they buy your rose garden. What is she doing to me? You're hurting sales, ma'am. You don't understand what I'm saying. How are you? Pretty flowers. God damn it. Is she 12? You know what I mean? Hey. How you doing? Is she about to kill me? Is she about to kill me? Fuck! Dude, you guys are the violent ones. Pr- protect me, God, dude. Don't worry. I, 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 I'm good. Don't worry. For this shirt right here, huh? Thank you. No, I know. I've never done comedy abroad. Me, shush. I have a microphone. I have a microphone. What do you mean, me, shush? Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll keep doing what I was doing. You keep doing what... You know what they say back where I'm from? I think they say they call that I'ma do me. <laughs> Jesus. She was cavalier. For some reason, I feel like she's got a husband that's going to fucking kill me. I'm going to need an escort back to the comedy condo slash Paul's house. There <laughs> are all these great perks. <laughs> oh, man, we got a killer comedy condo. you got to sleep in my kitchen. Fuck. 
My buddy's going to be here. He's going to be spilling liquor on you all night, but that's fine. <laughs> Just walk around. It's cool. We'll be quiet. <laughs> it's, been, it's, been, it's been a pleasure being here, isn't it? I love breathing, breathing in this, uh, this air. Is it Riverside, California that gets all the small trapped in the valley? Is that where it is? Everybody comes out sick and dead? All right, well, is this comparable to that? I just need an asthmatic to give me tips or albuterol. Last call for albuterol. We can can make that happen. I wish that every house is a Waffle House, right? There aren't a lot of places I can go at 4 a.m. with throw up on my shirt. Still get treated like a normal customer. I just had to have fun the last time I was at Waffle House. I ordered my hash browns, scattered, smothered, covered, spat on, shat on me. Where'd you stop? And she looked down at me. She said, she said I'm sorry, honey. We can't do covered. We're out of onions. I hate that joke. I fucking hate that joke. And I got like two more. I fucking hate it. I mean, like two more that I hate. And then there's one I like. And then there's one I kind of don't like. And then, there's, and then I'll close it out. <laughs> We'll give it to the toss it over to the flower lady. I can't tell if I'm eating shit. Now I can. <laughs> my uh, friends are all college age, you know, my age, college age, thirty-four, college age. <laughs> you guys get it written. Uh, they all these wives tell me they believe in how sober up. At the end of the night, they tell me all the time, eat a piece of bread, man. Drink a glass of milk. Stand on your head, you'll sober right up. This is what sobered me up for good, talking to a girl all night and finding out that she's a dude. Yeah, nothing will sober you up quicker than finding out that Nikki with an eye is actually Nikki with a penis. And I'm Clint, not with a C, but with a horrible drinking problem. I'm still thinking about drinking tonight, I don't know. You know, uh, by, by the way, when you talk about prostitution, like, we're such hillbillies. <laughs> Like uh, where I'm from, anytime you talk about prostitution in Asia, that first thing I go, the first thing that comes out of some redneck's mouth, is, hey, the, the lady boys, the lady boys, the, the, the girls, they pretend to be girls, but the lady boy, they got a penis. <laughs> but it, I, I believe I like that idea because it adds a new element of excitement and risk and danger to the game of prostitution, right? Isn't that a part of it? You're you're already running the risk of getting caught. It's illegal, I think, mostly the gray area, whatever. So if you, the ladyboy thing is kind of cool because if you go out with six of your friends and three of you go to that side of the street, three of you go to that side of the street, and then Sunday, these three guys are over in church swearing off alcohol, you know something went horribly wrong. I don't know. I think it's... I'm just telling you, thoughts. Where are you uh, girls out? Is it... Are there girls? In, you know, there's a couple. I can see one, two... That's it. That's it. Intelligence. Hey, were you were you were you laughing during any of this? I got you. I got you. You ever, you ever hear those cheesy pickup lines? Right? Yeah. Do you like them? No. That's bullshit. <laughs> do want to say this though? If you are going to use one of those cheesy pickup lines, don't do it when you're drunk. Last year, no, three years ago, I walked up to a girl in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, and I said, God, you remind me of a ball of candy. I want to see your vagina. <laughs> My two biggest laughs are on penis and vagina. That's on you. That is on you. Intel. Jesus. Real edgy crowd. <laughs> Why am I yelling? She is right, actually. I think the flower lady had a point. Breathe in. We could have done this without the microphone. 
Also without the flower. Did anybody buy any of her flowers, by the way? Did she make a sale out of all this? I'm the only one that's allowed to make this offer. And I'm doing a pretty fucking good job. Tuck. I said they make a hangover pills now. You make, get, buy a pill, it cures your hangover. I think they take those hangover pills, put them in the same box, the same bottle as the morning after pill, right? Or if they run along the same lines, this girl's on a hard night. Why make her walk to the other side of Rite Aid? Right? But we could just consolidate everything into a nice little drunken whore care package. Add yogurt and make a sorority smoothie. You know what I'm saying? Be creative. You know who I found hates that joke the most? Drunken whores. And I would love for somebody to translate it to the flower lady just to see what happens. You know what I mean? And one of those jokes, all right. It's an act up. Mm. I, uh, there's, a, there's a local comic in Charlotte, North Carolina, where I'm from. Uh, it's his personal story, so I'm not going to use his actual name. Uh, let's just call him Jason B., which stands for Blake. You can find him on Facebook. <laughs> All right, uh, Jason got really good really quickly, and we asked him, man, like, we had to, like, why are you skyrocketing like this? How'd you get so good so quick? This is God's honest answer. He goes, ah, oh, it's easy, man. I, I, just, uh, I just did uh, $100 worth of speed, got all my notes in order, stayed up for 48 hours, and I've been killing ever since. So there you go, everybody. Another meth success story. <laughs> Legalize it, you damned conservatives, right? If you legalize meth, pot will just sneak on in there. <laughs> I can't tell if it's like a crowd that just has never done drugs or just really wants drugs and they can't get them. And any, either way, it's just awkward as shit for you guys. You guys definitely want drugs. Yeah. What are you, what are you, what you got like steroids or something? Is that, is that the stereotype? Jesus. Slapping self tanner on each other. I might actually need a little bit of that and I blend it with the woman. <laughs> oh, what? No, that wasn't. Uh, yeah. Now that I think about it, yeah. <laughs> I bet, like, I've been trying, like, not to, you know, sound racist. Because uh, we had, we went to a show in Seoul last night and everybody was talking about, like, oh, yeah, uh, race. White people were there. They were talking about that. Uh, the other people were there. Talking about that. Other people. Yeah. Well, it's a whole multicultural thing. And I get it. I'm 25% Swedish. So you know what that means, right? I'm from North Carolina. Or South Carolina. They're all the fucking same. I'm from... It means I didn't do shit. But I don't stand out. All right. I think God teases us. He knows I can't afford a motorcycle. Or afford to get the insurance. I don't know. Learn how to ride one. But I look so damn good in a helmet. <laughs> yeah, ridiculous I look sitting in traffic out there in my modest Honda Accord <laughs> with a NASCAR style sleek racing helmet on. And I can't tell if people are laughing at me or the fact that my fire decal is crooked, right? Because we've all seen these guys, they're 55 years old, and they're riding back from Sturgis, they're riding back from Daytona Beach, their gray hair's blowing in the wind, they're looking wicked cool, right? And the really cool ones always have that leathery thing on the back of their bike, you know what I'm saying? Their wife. No wonder why that guy's always scowling. I'd be mad, too, if I had to bang that beat-up piece of horse tack. 
<laughs> with her pulled pork titties and her flaky salmon skin. Now you keep comparing this woman to an Andre and Outback. You know, that was going to be my closing joke, but it was tepid. So I'm going to do something weaker. I, I figure I'll just taper you down. We had, some, we had some high points in there. Is this all caught on audio? Fucking, we got some edits. <laughs> Diabetics, enough of that shit. I'm speaking. Type 1 diabetic, you're so smug about your diabetes type. Type, I just found all this out yesterday. <laughs> type 1 diabetes is the type you're born with. Type 2 is the one that's brought up by lifestyle. And uh, type 1, you're so protective of your diabetes type. If you're accused type 2, a type 1 of being type 2, they're like, oh, no, no. I'm not the irresponsible kind. I'm not the fast food addicted alcoholic street bum. And I'm going, hang on a second, you're talking about my family. <laughs> And secondly, nobody knows the difference and nobody cares, all right? Are you the kind that has to take a shot every day or carry an orange? I'm going to close on that. Mm. Now, I'm just going to keep telling you I'm going to close and stay up here. Is, are there, is there one fucking non-smoker in here? How do you feel? Huh? It's so it's throwing off my timing. That's what it was. All right. Mm-hmm. You guys uh, dine out really fancy places like the uh, places around here. Right. Back home, McDonald's, right? Fancy place. Holy shit! That place? What is it? Yeah, we got one in the mall. I told him. That's the thing is about they like coming here to Korea. It was like a, I wanted it to be an authentic experience, but I also wanted to, people to understand English. This is a balancing act because I'm like, eh, well, it'd be a fun show and they can understand. Well, it'd be parts of it that are fun and parts of it are weird. <laughs> but then, but then I, I look at you guys and I go, I can meet any of these assholes at a Starbucks. Back home. But you like to dine out, really fancy places too. Back home, like Ruby Tuesday. Fancy. Right? We've all seen this happen. The waitress drops her tray. Right? We've all seen it. Why? Waitress drops her tray. All the dishes spill. And when, uh, your first instinct is to give her a round of applause. It's not enough. This poor woman is lying face down in a pile of broken glass and cocktail sauce. No, we have to humiliate her by going, ha, 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 nice job, stupid. Because you don't do that to anybody else when they screw up on their job, right? Like when a pilot crashes a plane, do you go up to him? Hey, good job, asshole. (laughs) 200 dead, you're a real go-getter. Night, thanks. Everyone, Clinton Orr, one more time for Clinton Orr. Oh, man, you guys have been a wonderful crowd tonight. Hell yeah. Give it up one more time for yourselves. You guys are fucking awesome. Maintainers, fuck yeah, dude. dude there's no civil war, man. Look at it. Like, they might outnumber us, but they will still destroy every one of us in the bar. Look at that thing. Jesus Christ. Guys, uh, just a couple of quick announcements uh, for the club. Uh, actually, you know what? Let's give a quick shout out to Sarah back there. Slinging all the drinks.
hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs> this podcast has been brought to you by Ritual Misery. For more great shows, go to RitualMisery.com and support us by clicking on the Amazon banner. Thank you.